It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, the accent French, français. So I want to start the show before we go to your calls and you hear your love stories by this piece of advice, which I think is a key one. I saw it somewhere lately and I just wrote it down. So here's how it goes. Having feelings for someone and knowing if they're good for you are two different things. Meaning it's not because you like someone that they're the right person for you. They might be toxic. So keep that in mind. It's not just about the liking. It's about your intuition. Intuition. Respect that, okay? That's the first advice of the show. Now, any questions, call me. 855-905-8255. The phone lines are open. You have a question for me about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marcella. Bonjour, Simon. So I am engaged and I'm about to get married to my fiance. And congratulations. And I are just going, thank you so much. We're, we're just smitten. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so much pressure to figure out, um, you know, who you should ask to be a part of your wedding, you know, who you mm-hmm. want there standing up with you. And I really, I'm struggling with it because us together, we've just like built this brand new life. And I just, I almost just don't want to have any bridal party or groomsmen involved whatsoever. I kind of just want to invite everyone to just come celebrate together and not draw that strange line in the sand. Is that something that you think is acceptable or I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings? So here's the question. What is more important to you and your fiance? You guys' happiness or everybody else's feelings? That's so true. I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's, it's all about celebrating our love on that day. So I would have to say it's about our happiness. So would you be comfortable, I'm going to go to an extreme, but Marcella, would you be comfortable in eloping, could be Vegas or could be anywhere you want, get married, come back and love your life and say to your friends, you know, we just wanted to be the two of us. We didn't want any family or friends. We did it. It's our story. Thank you for respecting that. And that's that. Would you be comfortable going that far? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something we would be open to. I mean, we've, we've only done, you know, some very basic planning right now, and it's, it's definitely not something we can't back out of. And I was thinking that, and I, I don't know the etiquette on, you know, if you do choose to elope, if you can still throw a reception so that all your friends and family can come and celebrate, you know, or, or if you should just, you know, move on from there. I'm, I really don't know, but so, so I'm definitely he, open to it. Yeah, here's how I would, I would play it. I would, I would elope and get married wherever. And then if you want to do a reception, you can do it whenever you want. There is no rules. And so I think that you can be totally relaxed and have zero guilt. What matters, mm-hmm. Marcella, is you and your fiancé and for you guys to be happy. If I was your best friend, I would say mazel tov or you know, congratulations, something like that. And then if you do the party, great. If you don't, great. Who cares? All I'm interested in I'm as your best friend or if I was your brother or your uncle, I would say, I want you to be happy. And by the way, if you want to save the money from all of that and put it on a down payment on the house, good idea. That's what I would say. I knew you would know. I just, I feel so much better after talking to you. I didn't want to ask any of my friends because I didn't want them to take it personally or anything. So this meant a lot. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Life is too short to either be fake or waste time in a situation you don't want to be. And I say again, congratulations and do what's good for you. All right. Thank you so much. I'm just wondering, how would you feel if somebody super close to you, your brother or your sister, wanted to elope, not invite you? Would you be happy for them or would you mad you're not invited? Let's talk about that next. 
How would you feel, honestly, if your best friend or even your brother or sister or somebody you really love, like Marcela, my last caller, said, I just want to elope first, have my wedding with my fiancé and no one there. Would you get offended that you're not invited, you're not part of the ceremony, that, you know, or would you honestly be happy for them that they did it this way? And I say that because I feel that we have to stop measuring, me included, that being invited or not at a friend's wedding, it's like the thermostat of our friendship or our love or our relationship, like am I invited, plus one, not plus one, instead of why don't we give everybody a break and stop caring that we're invited or not. If people want to elope and, by the way, save all the money, I say wonderful. If people want to have a great ceremony, I say wonderful. But let me share a story where I think I made a mistake about somebody else getting married. Let me explain that story next so you do better than me. So before I share my story, have you ever been offended, honestly, because you were not invited to somebody's wedding? Right. So, true story. I was not invited to a friend of mine's wedding. And that's like, I don't know, maybe 17, 20 years ago. I made a ruckus. I mean... And then, you know, there was guilt, so I got invited. And then I felt that awkward because the reason I was not invited because probably that friend didn't like me so much. But then I made a ruckus. I made the friend feel bad. And then, you know, I didn't have a good time at the end. So the result of this is from that day on, if I'm not invited, I'm like, cool. I don't have to go. It's okay. Because I really believe that, you know, we have to let the universe rule itself. Therefore, let it go. You're not invited, don't worry. People elope, wonderful. All of this doesn't matter. We want to be happy for our friends and families, even if we're not invited. Uh, you call that next with your questions on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. That's the number of the rendezvous. Owen, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Owen. How can I help you? I have a problem. So Christmas is coming up, and me and my wife, we own a company together. We share a bank account. Um, we have a very small place, and we're already doing the um, money's tight. Let's not get any, each other anything for Christmas, so to speak. More so her. And I really want to get her something to show how thoughtful I think she is, but I also don't want to go in secrecy behind her back with, like, the money and, like, hiding stuff. And also, if she really doesn't want anything, to then she doesn't get me even feel bad. So I'm trying to find where the fine line is in all of it. Okay, that, and, and I totally understand. So here's my idea. Why don't you propose to her that each of you have to be creative and have a present ready that you cannot buy? And for you, Owen, I'm going to give you an example. I would like you to write the most beautiful love letter you ever written to her which is maybe the summary of your history together, which is maybe the best time you've ever had. This is how you feel about her. And it's a three or four or five or how many or two pages, doesn't matter, of everything you love about her, you love about you guys, and you write this letter and you give that letter, that love letter, and what more precious than a love letter from the heart to your wife for Christmas. That's very true. That sounds good. And she'd love that, too, to just show oh. that I took the time, probably. Exactly. But now you don't want to surprise her and she has nothing because that would be unfair. So you say, listen, let's celebrate Christmas, but we both have to come up creatively with something for each other that we cannot buy at a shop. 
and I don't know what she will do. And she's welcome to call me if she wants to because I have other ideas. But for you, I think this love letter will be one that she'll keep in a drawer for the rest of you guys' life. Wow. Yeah, that would be really great because okay. I really just, I think that would be good too to like just not be in secrecy too to have us both on the same level. Yes, like she of course. She knows about it and she'll probably do something similar and something thoughtful that I wouldn't even think of. Exactly. So that's the wow. compromise. You go for it. She goes for it. And on Christmas night, or I don't know, Christmas morning, whenever you guys open present, you go for it. Wow. Yeah, this sounds really good. Thank you so much. This has well, been really helpful, honestly. Well, you know, sometimes simplicity is the most romantic gesture ever. So, yeah. All right. Owen, good luck with the letter. Thank you for your call. And uh, Merry Christmas in advance to you and uh, your wife. Awesome. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, too. You know what? Now that I'm talking about this, what would you do for your partner for Christmas or the holidays if you couldn't buy them a gift? Let's talk more about this. This is going to be fun. Got to ask you this. What would you give your partner for this holiday season if you decide both, like my last caller, Owen and his wife, that you guys are not going to spend any money buying the gift? I told Owen... Why don't you write a handwritten love letter? Not a text, not an email, and write everything from the first day you met her to now, everything you love about her, and everything, you know, that has happened, that has touched your heart. Because that is, in my opinion, more precious than any gift you can buy. Because it's from the heart. Now, I'm going to tell you another kind of gift I would do. And that's another one. You can buy in a shop. So stay with me if you want ideas. That's next. So what would you do if your partner would say, this year we're not spending any money on each other, but we got to find gifts for each other. we got to create the gifts. So I told her and write the love letter. I would tell you this if you call me and say, what would I do? If you can paint, paint. If you can draw, draw. If you can cook, cook. If you can sing, sing. And if you can do anything, any of that, the one thing you can do is prepare the lighting, the music in the house, make it very special so that your partner is happy. Because at the end, and you probably agree with me, the things that makes us really happy is expression of love. And those, I don't think you can buy them. I think you can tell them, make them, say them, draw them, paint them, sing them. That is my advice. So if you want to try it this year, try it. It will touch your partner's heart at the deepest level. You can trust me on this. You call the next with your questions on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You want to share a love story with me? Call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Martha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. You have a love story you want to share with me tonight? I do, and I think it's very unique. Um, okay. I've been married uh, 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I met my husband when I was 16 years old, and he was a football coach. Okay. And I was a cheerleader. I know that sounds bad. <laughs> it, it wasn't looked at it that way back then. Um, uh-huh. We shared longer eye contacts and I would go with he and his other girlfriend everywhere to carnivals 
and our relationship just evolved and we started as friends and we waited nine years before he even proposed. Uh Um, He had a traumatic head injury and actually when he did have a traumatic head injury, I was toying with venturing in different directions, maybe taking a little break because I'd met him so young. Uh And when he hit his head like that and went through with what he went through, here we are today, two beautiful children, Oh. Same same home. We've been in the same home. We bought it in 1991. Wow. And a dog. We just have the whole whole kitten caboodle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Martha, you know what you just did? You describe, I would say, the American dream, the way it was built, right, in the good old days. And I'm glad it's still today and how things were stable and, you know, we, we would stay together like that. So I'm so glad. It's inspirational because, as you know, it's the old school, what you just described. It, you don't hear of it too much. My children no. have a difficult time finding families that their parents are still together, and people can't believe it. You what? 16. You said, he, I love you yeah. on your, my 16th birthday. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'll never uh, forget it. You'll never forget it. And thank you so much because that story is good for us all to remember. It's still out there. It still happens to some of us. And let's not lose the faith. Yep. And I, that's what I recommend. It's great. The old school it. way. Thank you so much, Martha, for calling and sharing. And, and really congrats to you and your husband and, and all your new family. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Happy holidays. You too. Now, I got to go to my Facebook message because somebody messaged me. They're about to get married, went to a psychic, and you're not going to believe what happened. That is next, so stay with me. If for any reason you can't call me and ask me your questions, just send me a message on my Facebook, at The Rendezvous Show. Trish, what's going on with Rachel, her fiancé, and the psychic? Rachel says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rachel. Recently, I went to a psychic, and she told me that my fiancé who I'm supposed to be marrying in less than a month, is in love with someone else. Mm. This is a psychic that a lot of people I know have gone to and swear by, so I'm pretty sure she's legit. I told my fiancé about it, and he got really defensive and said it's ridiculous. But I'm still having second thoughts about our wedding now. What should I do? So basically, Rachel, the question is, who should you trust? A psychic or your own fiancé, I have a solution for you, so stay with me. So I have a question for you. Say you're about to get married, but you go to a psychic, and the psychic tells you that she believes your fiancé, who you're supposed to marry in less than a month, is in love with someone else. Of course, your fiancé says, are you crazy? But now you're having second thoughts about it. Should you get married or not? So, Rachel, should you trust the psychic who told you your fiance is in love with somebody else, your fiance who said it's ridiculous and false, or, and that's my answer, trust your intuition. And that's always you go to. When you don't know, and that's for anything in life regarding your love life, your intuition will never lie. The psychic, they make money saying things. The fiance, hopefully, doesn't lie, but it'd be defensive. Your intuition is on your side. So go with your intuition. And stick to what your intuition is telling you. If your intuition doesn't feel worried about it, then it's all good. If your intuition is ringing like crazy, Houston, we have a problem, call me back. But I hope it's all good. 855-905-8255. You call the next.
any question about your relationship. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ramona. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Tell me what's going on tonight. Well, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years. Both of his parents are ministers. They're retired now. And I grew up in a, in a you know, very religious family. And they had kind of all said, and I agreed too, because I'm old-fashioned, that I didn't really want to live together until we were married, but at least could we be engaged. So we kind of, we needed to rush and sign a new year lease. And we know we want to get married next year. So we moved in together. Uh-huh. Not engaged yet. And his parents are coming to visit us for Thanksgiving. So how can I make that not the main topic when they come? How can I kind of so, divert the attention? Okay, let's use the sense of humor. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to send an email to everybody. And you're going to say, listen, we're all looking forward to have you over. We are not engaged yet. We don't want to talk about this. Let the universe handle it. LOL. And let's have a great weekend. Everybody will get it. Yeah. All right. Set the boundary down. Yeah, exactly. And then you just, that's it. Nobody will talk about it. Nobody will put pressure on you. And uh, you can put a, a nota bene, like NB. Uh, if anybody has a question, do ask by email before you come over for the weekend or for the holidays. Yeah, and I love our other secondary thing was like, okay, do I make them sleep on the couch? Because when we've gone to visit them the last two years, they make him sleep in a separate bedroom. So that's the secondary is like, he's like, do I sleep in the room with you or do I sleep on the couch? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it's your it's your house, right? Yeah. Yes, so he sleeps in your bed. Your house, your rules. I insist on this. Once we were adults, I think no one should interfere or true love energy. So yeah. if you feel comfortable, you know, why pretend? Why? Obviously, you guys are adults. You're together. You're about to get engaged. So I would also say in the email, and FYI, me and my boyfriend are sleeping in, the, in our room as usual in the same bed with a smiley. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> LOL and Smiley, got it. Yeah, that's it. And then you have a fun, fantastic time, okay? Yeah. All right. Well, then I think that's the right strategy, Ramona. So good okay, luck to thank you. Thank you, Simon. You, you, anytime. You're most welcome and have a great time, okay? Okay, bye. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Thank you for tuning to me so many nights from, you know, on my behalf and my team. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing the most romantic chapter of your life by sharing your love stories on my show. You know, I've learned to love better listening on all the love stories and what everybody does for everybody when they're in love. I just find it inspirational, and I really thank you for that. Another thing that I want to invite you to is to listen to my podcast and also be part of it. It's called La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Check it out, therendezvousshow.com, because all the confession with all the stories and the craziness also teach us how to love each other better by not doing some of the things I hear. So the more I hear from you, the better for me and I think for all of us. So thank you for that. You have a good night. And as we say in French, bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.